can get you started. Or if you're looking for something a little more, you know. He's making the guns when he's making that noise. <laughs> you have to make the guns. If, if you, if, How do you make that click? That's good. I can't. Mine's, you just click your tongue? I do like Donald Duck. I don't, that's good. That's good shit right there. That's the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. I used to be able to do a really good Wookiee until I lost my uvula. Have you seen the video of uh, the Wookiee that's the cabinet door closing? No. Have you seen the uh, R2-D2 phone charger for the car? It sits in your cup holder and actually like beeps and whirls when you plug things into Whoa, it. Whoa, it beeps? Holy shit. It beeps and boops. <laughs> the, the beeps and the boops no, and know, the jello pudding. You, you can't make hey, Bill Cosby jokes no. anymore. Bill Cosby was one of the best guest characters on The Simpsons, though. When uh, Bleeding Gums, uh, after his Bleeding jazz career, yeah. yeah, he does a guest spot on The Cosby Show. Right. And Bill Cosby tells him, you know, the kids, they don't understand the jazz. But is it actually Bill no, Cosby? of course okay. it's not Bill Cosby. I just clarify. So it doesn't count. It counts. He was busy diddling kids. What? No, he diddled adults non-consensually. They were not all adults. Apparently, the one girl was 15. He diddled the detective from SVU. I mean... Which one? Mariska Hargitay? No, no. Oh. The one who left after season one. Oh. Like the... I don't even remember her. With the frizzy blonde hair? Yeah, yeah, She yeah. was with Munch for... Uh... Yeah, she was oh, Munch yeah, before Ice-T well, came He diddled along. her? Yeah, yeah, she was on the co- like she was like a extra on the well, Cosby he, Show at one point when she was younger. Oh, right, right. He he didn't diddle Ice T though. He didn't. He was inappropriate with her according to her statement, but not Ice T. He allegedly did not diddle Ice T. We don't actually know. We don't know. Ice T has true. not come forward. Ice T has not come forward. He will not confirm nor deny the allegations. But you he heard it diddled. here. I'm so proud we're being very relevant right now. <laughs> we are being extremely relevant. <laughs> we're breaking news too. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl is now Kurt. Uh, Are you taking Kurt your shirt off? Loader? Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. I want to be VJ Jesse Camp. There was another VJ. I don't. I remember his name, but he was a VJ the night that they gave the indictment uh, news on CNN. He was the correspondent in Ferguson, hmm. like at the front lines, and I was like, "Weren't you the guy who like?" Yeah, he was an. He was an. You know, if only I had a computer. With internet uh, on it. Chris, I think it's Chris Connolly left MTV and ended up going to CNN or MSNBC or one of those. A lot of people in TV started as like sports people. Not Kurt Loder. Is Kurt Loder yeah, still actually, on? he looked very good. Chris Connolly? Yeah, was it, it, is it, it him? It was Kurt Loder definitely even alive? him. It well, was this I, guy. I told you, I only remember the bad things. Way to go. Well, apparently now he's Chris Connolly reporter. He used to do the MTV news briefs. Yep, yep. I don't remember him. Keep in mind, you are significantly younger than us. So, well, yeah, but I, I mean, I did watch. I don't even remember while. when they stopped doing those MTV news things. They went on for a <laughs> while. Even you hear it, boom, they would still burst. happen. Nineteen dickety seven. When I was in, you know, I think dickety. even when I was in like ninth grade, they were still doing those. Do you remember MTV used to have a show? After I mm. So when I was in like ninth grade. <laughs> so when I graduated college, right? Do you remember they used to have a show on MTV early in the morning, like six a.m., called MTV's Rude Awakening? And they used to play like ridiculous, like hard rock and metal videos. No. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the band Green Jelly? Yeah, of and they course. had three little pigs. Well, Danny Carey was the drummer of that. Right, Tool. really, yeah. right. Hmm. Uh, they used to play that video every morning at like six thirty-two. 
and I used to get up every morning to see the video because it was claymation and it was awful. But yeah. that song got really popular for a period of time. Yeah, Green Jelly. I remember that. I have their album. You know what it's called? Serial Killer. Yeah, it's like cereal. I cereal. think I still have it on CD. If I can find house. that on vinyl, which I doubt it exists, but if it does, I want it. I'm also in for that. What I'm about a single? If we got, I, I that was in my my tapes that are God knows where. I had a cassette single of uh, Three Little. So pigs. you don't know where Three Little Pigs your cassette single? Do you is, know the song? But I, I I've heard it. Well, the first little piggy. Yeah, yeah. that's great, man. That was. But Why no, 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 don't just, you just, sit right back and I I will tell you Wait, a tale. Were you in that band? A tale of three <laughs> little pigs. You sound like, like Kevin Smith right now. I sound like Macho Man and a big bad wolf. Oh my God, we can recreate that. Video this kind of right sounds now. like um, the Ministry to <laughs> Wolves record. But that, that came bit. out a few months ago. That had the, that had the catchiest. <laughs> well, the first little piggy. Something like that. Know. You know, pigs have corkscrew dicks. Yes. Really? Yeah. Do they and correspond to the corkscrew tail? They correspond to the corkscrew vagina, yep. and then they have a three-hour orgasm. <laughs> what? That sounds that's amazing. That sounds too long to me. Is there like a surgical <laughs> operation that a human could get done to? Uh, <laughs> which Please, part? Are you recording this, this? <laughs> for the three-hour orgasm or for the corkscrew, corkscrew penis? dick? Obviously. Um, <laughs> because then you're gonna have we're gonna have to surgically augment someone to have a corkscrew it's vagina cork, as well. Can we alter but king maybe the, missiles, cor- I mean, the corkscrew uh, dick could just texture detachable you know? penis it's to like, be. Uh, Corkscrew penis. No, Corkscrewable penis. Birdo's on to something. Think about it, because there'd be so much I don't more surface area mm-hmm. that would be being uh, stimulated. Mm-hmm. But the, going back like to what we just said before, isn't it just all about the tip? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Corkscrew tip. <laughs> As I recall, one of the pigs in that video uh, spent most of his days just a ganja smoking. This also sort of sounds like the opening to the Pick of Destiny. Well, now we know where Jack Black got the inspiration, uh, apparently. Right. Clearly. And then Rambo comes in the end and mows down the wolf. By the way, I don't know if you saw uh, on Instagram, but I got a uh, guitar pedal this week that I had custom made by my friend Ryan, who runs a company called Fuzz Rocious. And mm, I, had El him, terrible. I had him paint uh, Jack Black's face from uh, Nacho, Nacho Libre, Libre, him like in the, in the luchador mask. And I tagged Jack Black at the picture. I have yet gotten a response. Oh. I've never actually seen it's that. A Nickel- We've talked about this. It's a Nickelodeon movie, and it's really not that funny. We have to talk about this. It's a Nickelodeon film. Wait, Nickelodeon? You bought it for Strea, and you never watched it yourself? I gave it. It was a gift. Because it's the guy who did Napoleon Dynamite. Same, right. Same director. And it's the same. Did you like you like Napoleon Dynamite? Right? I did, yeah. It's the same kind of like dry... The jokes aren't really very funny, but you kind of laugh anyway because Jack Black's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like so weird that it's funny. And- yeah, yeah. It's actually a good movie. So welcome to episode three of the Dark Side Records. Is it three or is it two and a half? No, this is three. We're this counting is three. We're counting this three. This is fucking three. This counts. Uh, I think what this is, this is special edition, but it is number three. Dun, dun, dun. Dark Side Records episode three, special edition box set. Yes. I was actually thinking we should call it, like, the Krampus edition. We've been selling a lot of Krampus ornaments this weekend. Maybe I should start censoring our podcast, and, like, instead of beeps, I'll do, like, a quick horse whinny. I really want there to be a whinny in this one somewhere. Yeah. Alberto's inevitably going to say something. I requested crickets so. last time, and You're there correct. were no crickets. You're correct. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sneak a horse whinny when you least expect it. I'm going to sneak it in. It's going to be completely out of context. I look you just forward wait. To this. It'll be after the credits have rolled. It's a hidden track. It's this just will, horse winning. This will, in fact, be our discount code for this episode. It's going to be winnie? you tell us where the horse winnie was. 
Well, I'd like mm. to point out, and I, I, I say we should this all, with much in that, shame. In that sense, we should all listen to this beforehand because we should know where the horse when he is. Or... Well, we'll write it down. I'd like to point out that no one has redeemed uh, a discount code yet. No one? We've had floppity do, and we had Codename Comanche. But which is bizarre because I we know for a fact at least one of our listeners and customers... Mm-hmm. Knows she Comanche's answered, name. She answered the trivia question she on the line. The cr- trivia question. Uh, so Black Friday, which was a, a rousing success, uh, we went out into the cold to greet some of the people who um, were outside waiting in the cold, and we did a little bit of trivia to give away some stuff and threw it out there. What is the name of Roberto's horse? And before the question was even before the question mark had even come <laughs> out of my mouth, I hear from around the corner, Comanche. <laughs> So one of our listeners, who I shall not name, can we say her name? She's I mean, a good customer. Yeah, well, that's now that you've said that. With first name, first name. Yeah. Her name's Kristen. Chris, She's Kristen. a good friend of the store. A good yep. customer. Mm-hmm. She she knew it. She listens to the podcast. She knows his name, and yet did not redeem the code. Well, we did say that you couldn't use it that weekend. Well, yeah, but it's not like she doesn't come in the store. She could still redeem it. It's fine. That was her name. Kristen? Hashtag yeah, Kristen. Kristen, use the goddamn code. You knew what it was. Just <laughs> say it in the store, and we'll give you a discount. You'll be the first person. I'm I'm talking to you right now. No, exactly. He's, okay. It's done. He's it's it's over. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, stop beating a dead horse. Make sure the horse is alive. <laughs> uh, by the way, I got the picture for this episode's podcast when I took a picture of Roberto on a wooden wooden hobby ho- horse. Uh, now that's beating a dead horse. <laughs> I found it really hard just now to say hobby horse. Hobby horse. I found it really hard to ride that goddamn thing. It was really short. Why do you have that? I, I've never either. seen it before. And then suddenly we go to your storage unit, <laughs> no, wait, no, wait. and in this mysterious storage unit, there's a two foot tall wooden hobby horse no, wait, with some wait, nappy wait, wait. hair. No, I'm wait. just saying. To answer your question, mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't know. So you're saying. <laughs> That a wooden horse just appeared. Yeah, you do know uh, the story of the Trojan horse, correct? <laughs> it's just been hanging out for a while. That's why it's in the storage unit and not in my home right so now. So I'm thinking at some point game. it's just going to start spewing condoms out of its... Condoms? Yeah. Um, the Trojan, Trojan horse, horse spewed Greeks. Well, in Why your can't case, I have Greeks? Because you're not getting Greeks. <laughs> who, the, who are you to deny me Greeks? He's the one who left the horse. <laughs> Yeah, it was me. <laughs> it was me all along. Um, I also Greece. don't know where it came from. Nicole brought it home one day, and oh, Nicole brought it home one day. Is it Sundanchi? <laughs> it's a combination of both of your horses. I don't Sun- believe it was ever Sun- named, but it's Sundanchi. Uh... Sunday- well, it's got well, a name now. Naming it Sundanchi. <laughs> Why can't I just point the... break? <laughs> or ghost? I did say the name of my next horse would be Point Break. That's true. Oh, there's a next horse, huh? Comanche's not good enough. You hear that, Comanche? <laughs> you're out. Comanche, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Somewhere a horse is whinnying sadly. In, into the full moon. <laughs> Pack up your oats, Comanche. It's time to move to the paddock I'm down the street. I'm taking this blanket back. <laughs> He's taking a blanket back. So, uh, what's is, the what is the point of this podcast? We should probably start off there because this is. I, I'm pretty sure the point of the podcast is for all of us to just be the assholes that we are. <laughs> That's the point of the podcast. Now, if you want a stated goal, I think that uh, this one is a guide of gifts for the upcoming holiday. It, it would be our choices of gifts for uh, you know things we would recommend that our customers may appreciate. For their loved ones or themselves, Correct. even themselves. I don't think you should really be recommending gifts for themselves. That's not really how this Look, holiday works. Are you familiar with how the the um, Xmas holiday works? Yeah, yeah. I mean, more or less. I think uh, I think what is maybe the 
sort of overlying theme of this podcast is actually that music fans and specifically vinyl collectors and vinyl buyers may be the single most finicky gift receivers. Like they're the hardest people to shop for. There's, uh, that's that's I'm an accurate sure I statement. Fall on that list, yeah. Yes, you do. This podcast is actually just so we know what Aaron can get you for Christmas. <laughs> it's, a, it's an elaborate ruse, my friend. So this is for this. I guess so. This really is targeted to people who have uh, people who love vinyl and love music in their lives, and you want to get them something. You don't want to deal with the bullshit. The, of eye, trying to the eye rolling out. of like, oh god. Yeah, exactly. The fake smile. Uh, I hate Sinatra. Another saddle. Awesome. <laughs> I don't even have the horse and yet. And we're back. Another ride. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're the second finickiest, most finicky, of course, are horse owners. I asked for the patent leather sandal. God damn it, Mom. Sandal. Sandal? What the hell? Sandal? Shit. <laughs> it is unsafe to wear sandals while riding. I would. Thank you. That doesn't really mean anything. Justin you wear would, sandals yes. pretty much all the time. So. Yeah. And how do you do that in the cold, Justin? <laughs> Dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so, I was gonna make, make a joke about you riding bareback, but uh, as Aaron's pregnant, we already know you ride bareback. Oh oh. <laughs> Aaron, do you want me to cut that out? <laughs> I think that's funny that Aaron's thing now is just to yell "edit" from downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what a producer does. So anyway, yes, back on topic. Holiday gift guide for vinyl lovers, music lovers. Lovers or, of all things, yeah, lovers of things, lovers. Because we go way beyond vinyl. We do. We're, we have we're like a good, you know, the stuff. X, and, the X and the Y axis on the thing. We go way beyond the X and the Y. We're on the Z axis. We, we go beyond the Z, man. Oh, are we beyond the Z? Hey, are we professor? Telling... Yeah, let's keep it layman's here. Are we telling them about the secret back room with the lube? <laughs> That's the basement. When you say the uh, that we uh, sell things for music lovers, vinyl lovers, and just lovers. We have Dark a- Side is for Lovers. That's our next t-shirt design. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. No, I don't think it is. But- I kind of think it is. Okay, all right. If only that had been done in the last, say, week. Well, that's Vinyl we is for Lovers, it. not Dark Side is for Lovers. Dark Side is for Lovers, picture of Roberto. <laughs> Command a horse. Meeting <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a heart. <laughs> Are you offering to bring lasagna up to us right now? Daryl? I'll hold off. You don't feel obligated. Well, I mean, want, she's lasagna, not going to bring take... up right oh. away. Just okay, yeah. Then the, the go ahead one, and place one, your order. One for me. Yeah, one, yeah. one order of lasagna, please. When a pregnant lady offers you lasagna, you take it. I'll take a beer with that lasagna Shut too. Up. I'll take a, I'll take extra beer as well. These I beers mean. go fast, even though they're the same as glass bottles. They're, uh, no, they're the same as a can. Beers. They're twelve ounce. Just taller. Aren't bottles sixteen? No, bottles are twelve. Don't look at me. Professor? You're asking the wrong person. We can check the fridge. You want to bring the mics down? We'll check the fridge. If you I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. If you want my opinion, 12 ounces and 16 ounces are different amounts. Okay. That's the best offer. We've settled that much. <laughs> Thank That's you, like, um, Professor Daryl. What's that dating show where the things pop up? Uh, uh, porn? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... Bing! Blind date, blind date. It's like pop up video, it, it but pops dating. up with snarky comments. And that's why are you watching twelve and sixteen ounces? So are different. It, it would seem that uh, Justin watches Blind Date and Naked and Afraid, as I understand it. I don't, well, sometimes we watch Naked and Afraid. <laughs> Aaron really wants to watch Seth Rogen and James Franco Naked. And Me afraid. too. So, John Bryan, yes. What would you recommend for customers shopping JB, for gifts? JB four. Well, I'm going to I'm going to recommend two things. Okay. Two. Um, first. As I'm pretty sure that I am the only 
store employee or proprietor that actually wears the funky socks that we sell at Darkside, I'm going to recommend the socks. Okay, that's socks, a valid point. Yeah, they're hot right now. See, I'm not opposed to socks, but I'm just not a sock wearer. Well, you if also I was wear- a sock wearer, I would wear those socks. But you wear sandals most of the time, so yeah. wearing socks is just not an option. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have German bloodline, but I'm not overt. Dude, the mm. socks rule. And if you've got somebody who's uh, no, you know what this is? There's like a, a holiday. I don't know. The, I don't know if trope is the exact word to use, but there's a thing about getting socks. For the holidays, like your mom gets you socks. A stigma. It's like, it's like a it's, stigma attached to socks. It's the shitty socks. gift yeah. that you always get. Yeah, but that's different, man. Like when my mom used to get me socks when I was little, they were like you know the halfway up your shin tube socks. They that, were the same type of socks you're the, wearing right now. The no, white. No, no, no. I got a little ankle. I got the little ankle socks here. By the way, thank you, mom, for the socks. I appreciate. It. Yeah, well, see, I have no problem getting socks. If you want to get me socks for Christmas, not funky socks. I'm too, I'm too boring for that. I actually I, asked for socks. Okay, Daryl's gift check. Check off Daryl on the white, gift. White socks. White socks. White, white socks. socks. I'm black only. This is the only socks I wear. I, I wore black in my previous profession mm. uh, because it was it right. matched the ensemble. They were technically required. Were they dress black or were they like athletic black? Uh, I had a little of both. It depended mm. on the season. I didn't like dress black. Well, <clears throat> dress black for me during the summer was nice because they're thinner. They are thinner. They are, so yeah, they were, yeah. they're a little bit more breathable. In the winter, I could go for the thicker black socks. We don't carry either of those, though. We carry funky socks with funky T-Rexes. Socks. Carpe the fuck out of this DM. That's my favorite mm-hmm. pair. I would never wear them. I think it might be one of our most popular pairs as well, actually. Uh, executive producer, what new socks do we have coming? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. It's riveting TV. No, you know what, though? It's like I see articles all the time about how socks are the new thing, and even in like... Um, you know, these like Maxim style magazines, style magazines for men who are in styles that I would say we don't particularly uh, involve ourselves in, like guys who dress what I would call well, well, <laughs> guys who exactly. don't look like they're homeless. Uh, this yes. is not us. <laughs> like guys in suits and shit. And like I, I saw an article that was like it was talking about like holiday clothes and one was a shirt that's made out of the material that NASA spacesuits are made of mm. because it like absorbs your sweat and all the shit. And the shirt's like ninety nine dollars. And then the other thing was. Socks. And it was like weird so socks. So NASA socks. shirt and socks. Dinosaur What's that socks? brand of um, clothing that like wicks things away? Under Armour? sweat from your balls. Under Armour? Under Armour. Yeah. I one time saw Roberto in an Under Armour sleeveless shirt. That sounds right. It was traumatizing. I <laughs> wear them when I go to the gym. Wait, it was, was that like, today? It was like black and stretchy, and it was a little bit see-through, the and head, I have never forgotten. Was, so no, wait, 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 wait. I think the key thing to note here is that while you guys might find this funny or not funny, it's the hand motions that you miss that make everything. It's Justin is detailing Roberto's curves with his head. It was, it was a little bit tight and a little bit that see-through. That sexy hourglass <laughs> shape. And he did a little, whoa. 24, 36, 24. Mm. I will point out, you think that's traumatizing. Yes. Birdo did a Halloween show with my band two years ago. Where Very he similar <laughs> played to that shirt. Danzig. I was at both a, those shows. He wore a mesh shirt, and I give you kudos, my friend, because that was a ballsy move. Thank you. Thank and you. well done, sir. Way to, to, to stick to your character and to own I it. I wear the fuck out of mesh shirts when oh, I wear them. You should have stopped right there. When <laughs> I wear them, which was once... <laughs> At one time, uh, it's going to go down in lore. I do still have the belt buckle, though, in Good. case you know. You should wear that tour. more often. You got rid of the shirt? No, I think it got lost. I don't know. Oh, uh, got lost. Air quotes. In other words, it was used as a prop. Couldn't clean all the semen off of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so socks. socks. That's my thing. My other thing. Are we? Are, I'm just going to no, do just my go with your now. thing. Do right. your thing. My other one. Do your thing. Vinyl starter kit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Funny you should ask, Daryl. Okay, because... John, what is that? And, well, it's and, like this is a setup or something. Look, we, we we talked about this a little bit before we started. We talked about like what we would try to talk about for our uh, holiday gift get here. And what I proposed is that I would say that I am... And you guys can you know feel free to agree or disagree. I am the stupidest member of this crew when it comes to audio equipment and to vinyl. And the reason I like the starter kit is because it's simple. It's something my brain can grasp, and it sounds fucking awesome. Well, we should talk about what it is before we talk about how awesome it sounds. True. So Justin, I think, could probably best explain yeah. the parameters and the inclusions. Exactly. Like, to me, it's speakers and a turntable. That's well, exactly what Which it makes is. sense in my head, and, you know, that's as far as I can handle it. The, the thing is, we wanted, you know... If you're going to be into vinyl, we want you to be into vinyl and actually get the full experience of it. And we do carry portable turntables where, you know, you have a speakers built in and it's an all-in-one sort of deal, which are totally fine. But in our opinion, they're geared more at kids or like college kids who where space is an issue. Mm-hmm. So we created the starter kit. It's basically sort of a turntable in a box. That's our that's our thinking behind this. And so what you're getting is an Audio-Technica LP60 turntable. Which is a fully automatic turntable, you know. Unlike some of the portables, as a full platter, as a nicer is, cartridge, which is really important. The full platter, yeah. Is really I mean, important. the full platter is supporting your records, so you know it's helping to give you better sound. And one of my things I love about the Audio Technica is it's still relatively small. It's, comp- it's actually, technically speaking, smaller than a lot of the portable turntables, but still has the full dust cover coverage. Right. Yeah, I mean, and you know. It's fairly basic in its operation, but it's easy to use. It's got a start button. It's got a stop button. It's auto return. What the, wait, what do those buttons do? See, I can well, the it. one that starts it actually <laughs> makes the turntable go, Daryl. It makes okay. it go around and suckles. This explains a lot of things. <laughs> why I'm doing it wrong. And then, if, you know, say you wanted to take the record off, you'd hit the stop button. And that takes the record off for me? Yeah, well, no, no, no. It doesn't <laughs> take the record off for you. It lifts the needle and it returns it to its home location. What's a needle? A needle is yeah. the thing that... <laughs> well, we should talk groups. about this later. <laughs> I don't yeah, actually work in the store. I, mean, I just watered tr- in. Truthfully, actually, you raised something that's a decent point, is we do sell needle and cartridge upgrades. You guys know about this, but uh, this was probably a couple of years ago. I was commuting to work. Oh, was, God, the story again. <laughs> I was living in Westchester, and I was commuting up to the Hudson Valley. And uh, mm-hmm. I used to listen to records in the morning, and there was one day that I put a record on and then left and stayed up in the Hudson Valley for a week and when I came back, I realized that the record either had a locked groove on the inside or got stuck. For some reason, the tone arm didn't move and it had dug like a millimeter deep <laughs> hole in this record. And there was dust everywhere and just completely killed not just the record, but my needle. And then so I went into Dark Side. We upgraded. Not just that I replaced the needle. I upgraded the needle and the sound difference was palpable. It, dude, noticeable. It, it was a total game changer. I couldn't believe how how actually different it was. I was so fucking impressed. Well, a lot of the thing is that like you had an ion, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and um, those tend to come stock with a sapphire cartridge, which is actually sapphire needle, excuse me, which is a softer needle. It's not going to last as long. And what we're getting you is a diamond 
tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just for a second. It's Sarah usually feels. a conical diamond, and so that it's going to last longer. It's going to perform better like, when it's actually playing back your records. Yeah, like it was. It was so noticeably different that I I was immediately converted. I was like, all right, this is this was stupid. I should have done this a long time ago. So back to the starter kit, though. We have like not only are you getting this decent turntable, but we went out of our way to find good speakers to go with it, and we mm-hmm. wanted to have to skip the the receiver portion kind of, of it. Cut out the middleman. So yeah, I mean, a lot of people. I don't know, I think it's just a symptom of our the age we live in now is that people want things to be compact and simple and easy. So plug and, plug and play, yeah. so to speak. So instead of having the receiver, which you then plug the speakers into, we have powered speakers. And so to speak. I did some research on so what, to speak. They're, they're, they're powered as in they plug in, so to speak. Yeah. So to speak, they plug in and they have power. <laughs> and you can just plug and play, so to speak. <laughs> so these speakers actually are surprisingly good. And we did a lot of research and we had reviews. Dead horse party of one. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we decided we were going to go with them, and we're using M-Audio AV40 speakers on our kit. When we actually got them and took them out of the box and hooked them up, we were pretty impressed on how they actually sound. Very, yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we do have a demo station set up, so you, if you were interested, you can come into the store and... Uh Check them out. Well, listen, so we have a lot of options that are available for turntables. And realistically, you're getting more than just the turntable and the speakers. Yeah, because you're getting a brush to go with it, which is going to help keep your records clean and therefore keep your needle clean. But you're also getting vinyl with it. Right. I mean, the perfect part of the starter kit is get you started with um, a couple good records. Or really, you could buy the starter kit for yourself and then give someone your gift certificate. Yeah, because you have two options when you get it. You can either get just a $35 gift certificate and give it to someone separately or with the starter kit, or you could keep one or the other for yourself. What kind of dick does that? Well, <clears throat> our dicks. It's a valid. <laughs> <laughs> the power of our four cross dicks. <laughs> okay, edit that out. <laughs> with our powers combined. But we've also got, we have other turntables too. Like, um, a music hall USB one. Yeah, that's a good example because... How did you know he was going to say that? It's amazing. <laughs> like we did this before and then the computer crashed or something. It's weird. Yeah, but that's a good option because you're getting more functionality than you're getting out of the like the Audio-Technica LP60. But what about the Music Hall USB 1? Didn't I just He say just that? said that. <laughs> My bad. Let's listen. Are we talking about the Music Hall? The USB 1. No, no, no. So no, to no, speak. No, the so USB 1. So to speak. So to speak. It has, a, um, it has a USB, so to speak. It has a USB, so to speak. If you want to record something, so to speak, <laughs> you could. To clarify, that doesn't mean you can take a CD and make a record. That is true. You can so only make a record and make a CD. I think that was the only actual time that the so to speak applied was to what he just said. You guys glossed right so on So to speak. It. <laughs> Shit. Instead of being fully automatic, it's a manual turntable, so it gives you a little bit more control. What does that mean? With the USB one, it's modeled more after like a Technics twelve hundred. It's the same body style, and so you are starting the record where you want, or you know, if you want to start at the beginning, you want to start at a specific track, and you're also responsible for lifting the needle up at the end and returning it. Part of what you get in that is that it is a half inch mount head shell, which means you could put any cartridge in the world on it. Mm. So if you wanted to get something more than the I would say it's a middle-of-the-road cartridge that comes stock on it. You could upgrade to something nicer like a Grado or an Ortofon, and then you know the cartridge is everything. That's where your sound is coming from. So we have a bunch of cool turntable options. We have the starter kit. We have used turntables. We have upgrades for all those. So even if you have someone in your life who has an existing turntable and you want to upgrade it, 
Talk to JJ specifically. Do we not actually, talk to me. <laughs> talk we to had JJ. a guy, a couple on Black Friday, who um, the gentleman had to step out. And I don't think he stepped out so much as he was banished. I don't, no, I was, <laughs> he wow. To, he had to take the daughter to the to the bathroom. That's right. He had to take the ba- daughter to the bathroom. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say we banished him from the store. No, we would uh, you never get banish out. Be gone. Scared uh, Nipper. Dude. Sorry, Nipper. So while he was gone, his lady <laughs> inquired about getting him a new cartridge, and uh, we talked for a minute, and she made a purchase that we think is going to make him pretty damn happy when he actually yep. gets it. Cool. And that's, you know, when you get someone just the right gift, and you know, especially something <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Nipper. Nipper, this is going to be broadcast, my friend. You can't say things like that. That is Nipper's first time. Well, hey, guys, it's, it's me, Nipper, and I'm doing the podcast. Edit. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, Nipper you get someone the right stairs. gift for the vinyl lover, and they're going to probably shit their pants. Wow, it's disgusting. Hey, that's what we do. <laughs> we make people shit their pants? We, we give loosen you the brown bowels. note. Yeah, <laughs> Dark Side Records, we loosen bowels. We were almost going to be called the brown note record store, but... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Someone's going to make a graphic for um, that now. They're going to make that into a thing and send it to Please you. do. So, Daryl, what's on your list? I already mailed my list to Santa. Oh. So, I mean, I remember I wanted a toy train. And, uh... Oh. Oh, you mean things that talk? Oh, sorry. Listen, I'm going to tell Racky Lou to not get you those Nutter Butters, all right? I'll buy the Nutter Butters myself. <clears throat> anyway. Do not get you nut- Nutter Butters. Racky Lou, not. no Nutter Butters. No, he hates them. <laughs> For Rackasaurus Rex. Please don't get them for the entire store because we all hate them. Please, that would be a terrible gift idea. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> now that you've, you've purchased or upgraded your friend or loved one's turntable or your own if you're a greedy dick, um, <laughs> uh, there's also a lot of really comprehensive box sets that came out recently mm. uh, that we are comprehensive. Uh, Springsteen. Has a box set. Uh, what is it? The first, first couple. Volume first five. one is first eight. First eight. First, first, albums, first eight yeah. albums. Eight albums. Eight, eight albums. Octo Formaggio. Octo Mabrucio. So the Springsteen box is really popular. Uh, also it has eight the, kinds of cheese in it. <laughs> it's eight kinds of cheese on vinyl. Like mozzarella and ricotta. Ricotta and mozzarella. And darkness on the edge of town. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's cheese. Cheese. Uh, there's good. also the 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 latest uh, the Dylan the basement Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> the basement tapes <laughs> the Dylan and I've heard Dylan. from Dylan fans that that's actually a really good box set like they've come in it's very comprehensive oh, thank you thank you for mm. stealing my word you I would say that's <laughs> been so one to speak of our, that's been one of our most popular items of like the last three weeks or so true so both the CD and vinyl box set yeah right. so very popular. this isn't just for vinyl lovers I mean if you want to give up fifty percent of your sound quality and listen to it on CD oh more more no. power to you. Oh. more power to you oh. I'm just saying. Uh, so yes, a lot of great box sets, and there's more. I know Roberto uh, has uh, in mind a specific one that ties into um, a new release this week. It does. I mean, this week, uh, whenever this is aired, this week the new Smashing Pumpkins album, mm. Monuments to an Elegy, is released, which sounds like an album from the '80s. It does, yeah, a little bit, but uh, only in title, not in music. I don't know. It's <laughs> some weird synth stuff. I'm pretty sure the dude from Falco. You is know what sounds like an album from the '80s? The fucking Prince album. There's a Prince reference for the yeah. podcast. Uh, Prince! So Prince go ahead. don't make relevant music. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag. Do. There you go. All right. We'd also like anyway, to thank so our Prince friend for the nice poinsettia she gave us. Yes, that was very nice. When you say us. The store. It wasn't just Daryl. No, it was all of us. All of us. Yeah. Nipper, too. 
I probably specifically for Nipper. He has many uh, lady callers. So about the Smashing Pumpkins. So it's about the Smashing. About, they have a new album coming out this week. Well, now, when you say they, you mean Billy Corgan and his Billy band Corgan. of teenage. Don't don't don't. Ne- Daryl's Daryl's opening a can of worms here. Yeah, it is Billy Corgan's band. He's the front man. He's always been the front man. Yes, and where's the rest of the band? Are they from grade school? They're on tour playing with him. That's right. That's where they are. They had Brad Wilk yeah, from Rage Against the Machine. Tommy Lee played drums on the album. Yeah, fucking negative, Nancy. The on guy the from album. The Killers yeah. playing bass. Boom. Bass. <laughs> a little bit of bass. Slap bass. of the bass. Slap of the bass. Slap of the bass. <laughs> I'm going to get uh, this dick. <laughs> Sorry, Who doesn't wrong. love Paul Rudd? Different movie. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Out of context, it's a little weird. So the Smashing Pumpkins have a new album coming out, but if you've been following what they've been doing over the past few years, they've been reissuing all their old albums. And Fantastically. Last very yeah, beautiful packaging, uh, new album art, new fantastic voyage, liner notes by Coolio. Billy Corgan, the only member of the Stop band it. who really mattered. And um, last year they released "Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness," which was their double album, big step for them. Mm-hmm. And it was released on a really nice four LP set. It's a nice box set. It's got awesome art. The vinyl quality is amazing. You know what's really cool about that one is like not only they're not just giving you sleeves inside, they're giving you actual like jackets with also printed inner sleeves. It's the whole yep. thing is great. The whole thing. And if, if, you, if yeah. you ever owned the original CD when it came out in the nineties, which I do, um, and you admire the little the artwork in the booklet and stuff like that, now it's all been blown up to you know twelve inch size, and it's really impressive looking. That's interesting. I've I've had my eye on that set for a while, and I just never you get it. We uh we we still have it. I uh, believe at least one in stock. Probably. Um, it's been you know there's been a resurgence of it lately. Actually, I, I will say that's actually what got me into vinyl in the first place. Melancholy was, uh, was giant fucking artwork. Yeah. Oh. Like uh, you know, putting aside music quality or sound quality, you know, of vinyl itself, it was just the fact that I'm an art guy and seeing the like these awesome pieces of art. Fucking oh, yeah. humongous, but it's like the coolest thing. One of my uh, slight tangent in regards to the art. If you ever watched the documentary uh, Pearl Jam's Twenty, there's an interview with Eddie Vedder when Ten was released, and he's holding the CD in his hand, and he's like, "This is our new album. It kind of sucks. You got to <laughs> hold it this close to the camera to make it look cool." And you know, he zooms in into the camera, and you know, even back then when Ten was released. Yeah, you know, there are artists who are aware that hey, CDs really compress the art and everything mm-hmm. else. Well, well, Pearl Jam wrote fucking songs about vinyl, mm-hmm. so or th- about their love for vinyl. I think that the the artwork thing, I, you're not, definitely not alone in that. And I think that people getting into vinyl are into vinyl for different reasons, and there are people who just like bigger artwork. Mm-hmm. There are some people who buy records just to frame the the album art. We, we mm-hmm. have a customer who bought several records just so we could frame them and hang them on the wall. Had no intention of opening them or playing them. One of our really regular customers starting out, he would always buy CDs, but he was buying records just to hang up in like his man cave. And now he's full on buying records to listen to again. I will point out I have several records that are framed up on wa- on my walls. I've got, I've got a couple uh, like first pressings of like a Dylan and a Miles Davis on my wall. Yeah, I got a couple test pressings. Well, aren't you cool an stuff. elitist bastard? Uh, so anyway, so <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. And uh, to conclude that, I will say that we have listened to the reissues of Siamese Dream, Siamese Dream, and Gish, Gish recently, and they sound absolutely incredible. Yeah, cool. it's it's unreal. It's unreal. We uh, we do have uh, the other reissues in stock as well. 
Yeah. But uh, I mean, if you, if you if you know someone who's into either box sets or vinyl or specifically the Smashing Pumpkins, the <laughs> if they're Melancholy, in the box sets, just buy them this one. <laughs> Melancholy set is an awesome gift. No, there's been a lot of cool box sets lately, though. Like there's been there's some been Paul McCartney box so sets. many that we have a new section. Yeah, there's of box whole, sets. We had to put up shelves. Mm-hmm. Funny, was, um, funny thing about Melancholy. The second half of Melancholy being the infinite sadness. Uh, I I definitely might have borrowed that uh, sentiment for for uh, for my for your little project for my little project the sorrow eternals yes the sorrow so you uh, living uh, early uh, the sor- sorrow mm-hmm. so sorrow eternal started out as a mm-hmm. Billy like Corgan a little, fan uh, worship <laughs> and yet here we are smashing the Corgan smashing the pumpkins uh, anyway well then no let's no. not anyway <laughs> I've been we're, not, meaning, we're not glancing over this I've been meaning I always think that I'm going to make like a post to direct people to the sorrow eternals but, yeah, but you don't have to do that resident though. metalhead Daryl. Nickelback, Dimebag, Darren, Nickelback, Darren, Nickelback, Darren, Nickelback, Darren, Nickelback. I love Nickelback, man. He, so uh, well, that's your. Fi- he also writes and produces a blog called Sorrow Eternal, which I believe might be SorrowEternal dot com. It is. And uh, if you're into metal and his writing, which you may not be, because you probably or just writing it. in general. Yeah, go check it out. And um, there's also a sampler in the store for bands actually that he's we're reviewed. out. Well, we're not going to be out because uh, you said you have yeah, more. Yeah, I'll bring some more. In. And uh, so, yeah, give him some love. And he's on the faces and the yeah. twits. And the, the interesting the, thing about his blog, I instas. will say, is that it's always different metal. It's not like your your typical kind of A list metal. I mean, I try to st- I stay away from the mainstream for the most part because you can and find that stuff anywhere. So I try to go a little deeper. This band, Dead Empires, I did a review of their album two years later. Dude, they're shit. You were so off base with that <laughs> review. Uh, Mirker was one. From Mirker, there. I actually picked up myself after yeah. you know. With Did you know that Dead Empires doesn't check their email? <laughs> and sometimes that guy from Dead Just Empires saying. fucks up recording. Gets Not necessarily well. the album. Whoa, per se. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> JB, this is an intervention. We're, t- we're turning this thing around. Uh, Okay, so we got some box sets, we got some, we got some Smashing Pumpkins reissues, <laughs> we got a starter kit, we got some fucking socks. J- JJ! 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 A, a, resident, a resident vinyl expert. What do you how, recommend? How many formaggios do you want for Christmas? I want at least quattro formaggio. But uh, as far as gifts go... <laughs> Justin, can you, you know how tell us what, 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 what gifts would be great for Christmas? Speak into this microphone so Aaron can buy you stuff. Um... Well, I was going to talk about Grito headphones, I think. Oh. I think um, we carry a, a nice high-end brand mm-hmm. of headphones, which actually don't always carry the high-end price tag. Mm. But uh, they're an autophile headphone. They're open can. So what that is doing for you That's is that – It's not dirty or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. This isn't uh, – <laughs> Pillow talk. <laughs> open can means that the air can escape. And so instead of all that pressure just being forced into your fucking brain – it allows someone to escape, so you're actually getting more clarity from the headphones. Hmm. And then the differences in the brand, in the styles come down to drivers and materials used, and it gets a little. Am I to understand that some of them are made of wood? There are the high end ones are made of wood, and uh, yeah. not even not just wood, like really rare Australian teak wood or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Birdo, do, do you know more about Australian wood? I uh, he knows about Norwegian wood. <laughs> Cruise like really? a Norwegian? That just confuses uh, me more. So anyway, what what is the benefit of it being made of wood? Well, in that instance, instead of being plastic or in metal, which 
is going to give you a different resonance. It comes down to resonance because this particular wood it just holds these frequencies and, and enhances and in a way amplifies the kilohertz. <laughs> oh, it amplifies those kilohertz. Uh, no, like, you know, it's just – it's the, the matter of – it's how it's reproducing the tone. Okay. And, you know, there's a Grado – I think it's SR1000s if I remember the model number correctly. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh, my God. They're – Oh, what's that? What's that wet spot on your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking. It, at Dark Side Records, we value tone. Well, I mean, I bought a pair of Urban Ears, also probably maybe two years ago. These sound fucking awesome, and those Grados sound even fucking better than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I own a pair of the three twenty fives. Oh, you got the three twenty fives, which we and, have in uh, stock right now. If I'm not mistaken, we do have them in stock. Mm-hmm. We have the whole the whole SR line in stock mm-hmm. right now. One twenty five, two twenty five, three twenty five. Yep. And they start at eighty bucks, which is really not bad for a pair of headphones, considering that even though two you jackasses are wearing Beats headphones, right? You know now. what? They were what was in my car at the and, time. No, and you know what? We both got them for no price, which That's is true. one of those things where if someone had given me these as a gift, I think my response would be like, "Oh, yeah, thanks." I yeah. roll. I'm gonna throw this in my because car. Because guess what? I think I think what you're getting at is. For eighty bucks, you're getting a pair of headphones that sounds as good as probably a two hundred dollar pair of Beats because you're paying for a for, fucking. Beat you're paying two hundred dollars, not the name. One hundred seventy-five right. for the Dre stamp, right? And that's something to note: is it's not the the biggest name that you want to get. Right, like Grados are, I believe, all handmade for the most part. Yeah, most of them are made right in Brooklyn. Really? Uh, yep. Yeah, I yeah. did not know that. Along with their cartridges, actually. Um, yeah, they, most they take of them a made, lot of pride in their work, which is nice to see. They have a couple things that aren't made here, but yeah, most of them are made in Brighton, Brooklyn. Their warranties are good. They honor their warranties. Yeah, if you ever have like, say you bought a pair of headphones and after a couple of years one of the drivers went bad, you can get it replaced for a, a really reasonable price. Am I right in saying that we have, um, if someone wanted to come in and just check them out, see how they sound, we have uh, available for them to hear? Yeah, you can hear we any can, pair yeah, you we want. Yeah, can arrange that. Any freaking pair you want. Any fucking pair you want to hear, you can fucking hear it. Can I just say really quick? Um, really quick. Going back to Beats, Dr. Dre has many guns. I just want to say that out loud. Like, I don't think he has many guns anymore. He has many guns. He has I mean, he's, no, he's got I don't guns. Know. No, he's got, like, he's got I think guns. He's, I think he's just got regular arms. And he's got several guns. And people who also have guns, at least that's what I've sort of superficially gleaned from his records, is that I'm, they may or may not uh, um, kill people. But I think what you're missing is that when was the last record he put out? The Chronic 2001. Okay. That was 13 years ago. Holy shit. That all was 13 about years ago? That was a while ago. Was that the last record he put out? i He's had sure. Detox has been coming out for the last decade or so. <laughs> it's like Chinese democracy. Mm-hmm. But doesn't he work with Eminem a lot? Eminem a lot? The question is, when was the last Dr. Dre record? Right. I'm wow. just saying. 2001. Holy shit. Yeah. It's been a while. He's, yeah. he's released singles. But, I mean, maybe it's em- time. I mean... New Wu Tang album just came out. Maybe yeah. Dre's right around the corner. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Oh, they also story. have guns. I don't know why you're saying that so sarcastically. I saw them on the Daily Show, and they seemed like very nice gentlemen. Yeah, I saw them live, and they seemed like very nice gentlemen. Our resident they may or may not have showed me their guns. Our resident mm. big Wu Tang fan said he really enjoyed the new album, but he thought it was rather mellow. Okay, I would say that's that's a fair assessment of it. When you said resident of Wu Tang, I really assumed you meant Roberto. No, I mean he's in the store. In enough. The, he's of the four, yeah, maybe. 
but uh, I mean, Wu Tang's what? They're in their forties now, at least. At least, yeah. So I mean, you know, you, you get older, slows down your metabolism, slows down. You need to watch your diet more. You There's a lot of other things in their lives. Gangstification. Yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely some some good tracks in the new album, though. I'm, I'm a fan of it. JJ, yeah. What was your other pick besides Grado headphones? Um, my other pick besides Grado headphones. Busted. <laughs> well, we also have a ton of accessories. We do have ex- audio uh, accessories. You know, we talked about needles and cartridges, but brushes, cleaning solution, the spin clean. If you want to have spin clean's a cool to, item. Yep. If you want to clean your records, your records, you spin them around. And if the you clean. you know, if you're getting into having a sizable collection, you're going to need to clean your records periodically. And even especially if you're buying new records, something that a lot of people don't know is that you want to clean a new record before you actually play it. Mm-hmm. Because when it's you, you know, records are made on a press, and they use a special spray. It's usually a silicone spray to release those; so they don't stick to the mold, um, and that can leave a residue, a film, on your records. Ooh. So you want to clean that off, and you're actually going to get a better sound because you're, you know, you're taking care of it right from the get go. I mean, it's, it sounds silly to bring this stuff up, but just simple accessories that are crucial: poly bags. Inner yeah. sleeves. Please, save you a lot please of, bag your records. Please. A lot of time and trouble down the road. Yep. For those of you that buy used records in our store, like I think we do a fairly good job of we're pretty particular and we get a decent selection, but we definitely turn more records away than we take in because just so many of them are like just weren't just weren't cared for. Yep. I'm, I'm going to just do a kind of a general PSA along these lines. Uh, because a lot of times there's confusion if you're a collector. Hi, this is Roberto, and I'd like to talk to you about bagging your records. <laughs> Actually, I was going to talk about unwrapping your records. Mm. A lot of times collectors oh. like to leave their wrapper or their albums in the shrink wrap to you know keep them in pristine condition. What you don't realize is over time that shrink wrap gets tight, it gets sticky, it shrinks, and it can I actually was, cause. Oh, you my joke. It can actually cause warping. <laughs> they're shrinking. And an unplayed record. Can we I, insert a George Costanza <laughs> talking about it? it's shrinkage? <laughs> it was cold. Do women know about shrinkage? I don't think they do. Anyway, so it's a sued. It can shrink the record. It can cause warping without even you know. You think it's an unplayed mint and not like the record. warping in the old Mario Brothers games where you jump to another oh, world. The good God. warping. This is, no. this is you the, say Mario, not yeah. Mario. Super Mario. Super Mario? You don't love Luigi? Uh. Luigi? Uh. Can we take a consensus around there? Everybody just go around the room and say it. It's Mario and Luigi. Mario and Luigi. It's Mario and Luigi. <laughs> you are full of shit. <laughs> and clearly Daryl already says Mario. I do say Mario. He's some kind of weird New Yorker that also says... Uh, I live on the other side of the river. We talked said, about hey. this. You say Porsche and... <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> says Jaguar. No, people legit say Jaguar. Yeah, when I, I moved to New York from North Carolina as a child, it really bothered me that people said Jaguar, not Jaguar. This is like, we're in the so, worst profession for these sorts of things because there are so many goddamn bands that have names like the band Chick Chick Chick. Mm. Like we Three gotta, exclamation points. Or Traverches. Traverches. You know, we got to be up bon on Iver. I thought it was Cavill attack. We should probably learn all these things. We should learn these things. I thought it was Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Okay. And what, what did you say for Cavill lack? Isn't it Cavill attack? Or is the K silent in the beginning? Is it just a vert lack? What it's was that one you really schooled us on a while ago? Jose? No. Uh, some metal band that you said it's actually pronounced this way. El Waity. El Waity. But it's it looks sp- like Eluvulite. Eluvity is the way it's spelled, but it's El Waity. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Dropping some knowledge. Yeah. You can learn this, all this, and more. Knowledge, at Sorrowetarnal.com. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> when you need turntable stuff, you go to JJ. When you need pronunciation of a band's name. When you need useless. Or quick math skills. skills. Or quick math skills. I or can do that. But proofreading, I, editing. Nobody. I thought you had an English degree. Well, I do, but you know, if what do you want people to bring their stuff in for me to, to proofread? <laughs> yes, you have an English. If paper. you are an English major out there, Daryl will proofread your paper. Attention, for high school seniors, for a small fee, get your English paper proofread by, by a record side. store employee for a <laughs> sizable fee. Get your paper written by Daryl. No, I won't write the paper. All right, so that's that's is that all of our picks? Is everybody going? No, I, I got something else. I got something else. It's actually a new product we're carrying. And um, drum roll, please. Um, can we bring it up to a gallop here? From we can bring trot. it up to a gallop. Yeah, we can bring it to a gallop. Can we do some dressage? Do you even know what that means? I, I, I do know dressage. It's horse dancing. Okay. Mitt Romney does it. Really? With yeah. a horse or just that. by himself? <laughs> so, like the horse, they like it's do this sexy. weird prancing. No, no, I know. Yeah, no, but you made it sound like Mitt Romney dances with the horse. Like he stands on. Not dances with yeah. the wolves. Dances with the horses. Is that your? 20%. No. My name could be Dancing with Horses. Dear Diary, weirdest prom ever. <laughs> so anyway, so my, my second pick would be, it's actually, you make a cool stocking stuffer. If you have uh, a loved one or a friend with uh, facial hair. Man or Ooh. woman. Man or woman. Doesn't matter. Man, it doesn't matter. We don't discriminate. JJ's rubbing that noise his beard. Is my beard tickling the mic? Oh. I'm going to do it too. Here we go. Yeah, everybody, everybody tickle. This is the stupidest thing we've ever done on the podcast. Was that good for all of you out there? Whoa. It was good for this me. Is, this is such a weird thing. What's the sound of four beards rubbing on microphones? The Dark Side Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we are now carrying a new product by the uh, the Bearded Gentleman Company. And they're out of California. Mm-hmm. Their products are, JB, you'll appreciate this, they're all natural. Mm-hmm. They do include beeswax because you need it, that, wait, you know, that is, wax. Is beeswax vegan? It depends on the on how human the, the manner and harvesting, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I would say it depends on the person, okay. uh, being whether or not they're st- super strict or. Is so, this like an Amish Mennonite thing uh, where some are less strict? I was going to say like so. It depends what your choices are if you're vegan. Okay, understand. I guess I understand. So anyway. it, it is all natural. It has natural oils um, and natural beeswax harvested in California, made in the USA. And Daryl is having a seizure. <laughs> You didn't hear that? <laughs> no. You didn't hear that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Is Look at his mic. His lungs are going crazy. (laughs) (sighs) He's crying. (sighs) The best part is I don't know why you guys are laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a hard time. Wheezy, I'm coming to see you. (laughs) I like for the other room to hear. Not the hyena laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that just made it worse. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so that just happened. Wow. I wonder how much of that I'm going to leave in the podcast. <laughs> well, if you cut it out, you gotta keep it. you got to keep it for a blooper reel. <laughs> One entire blooper reel is just that just laughing. laughing. 
It gets way. Oh worse. no! It gets worse. He's, I've seen him go for like half an hour. <laughs> oh, that was that was like the worst. <laughs> Left night. him to die. Are you full on crying? I was about to. He was. Uh, he gets there. Okay, so what were we talking about? Mustache, beard wax, beard wax, or beard, beard balm. It's 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 a beard balm. It conditions the beard, makes it soft, uh, manageable. It's also good for the skin underneath the beard, which a lot of makes it times people uh, they overlook it. Um, and a fun use for it, not so much fun, but useful. Daryl, Daryl, <laughs> unplug him. <laughs> unplug Daryl. I kind of like it. He has a good element to it. I'm setting the the stage for you. He's the, the tone. Sub, he's the, the subliminal tone. messages. Yeah. Does, your, oh, okay. does your beard feel like coarse pubic hair? <laughs> 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 the bearded gentleman company, or a fine, soft horse mane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, beard balm is a good product. If you have a bearded person in your life, pick this up for him. We also have mustache wax if they're trying to you know, grow the mustache or shape it. Keeps a lot of the stray hairs in control. Shape it? Shape it. Yeah, do really? the curls, See, man. Yeah. Handlebar mustache? Yeah. yeah. Are you Hell a hipster? Yeah. No, but we cater to hipsters. <laughs> Dark Clearly. Side Records, we cater to hipsters. Inadvertent side effect of opening a record store. <laughs> a side effect? <laughs> I should point out, I do have a large beard, wear tight pants, and wear plaid very often. So. But you're not wearing plaid now. You're wearing stripes. horizontal stripes. Thank you. You noticed. Mm. Aw. Oh. So, beard wax. Beard wax, it's good. beard balm, good stuff. So Game changer. Like if, if you have a beard and you haven't tried this, seriously, you it's don't nice. even know, you don't realize they the difference are, it's going to make. Scented. There's like an evergreen scent. And, what does the other one smell like, Berta? The other one is called the Gentleman's Cut, mm. and it actually smells like pipe tobacco, and uh, like which a- sounds a little weird, but I, it's actually a really cool scent. That's my, uh, my scent of choice, if you will. Well, I think to tie it up, I think we can also say there's still... Uh, between now and the Waxmas holiday, there's still a bunch of great new records coming out. The new Taylor Swift album comes out on vinyl this week. Yep. Aaron's excited about that one. I think a lot of people are excited about it. I think it's going to actually be pretty big. New Star- Taylor Swift album. We've got the Nick Cave reissues on mm. vinyl next week. Uh-huh. Next week. Uh, the Smashing Pumpkins coming out this week. Yep. In the Nick Cave front, the uh, Give Us a Kiss 10-inch is out. Yep. Yep. A good, uh, good gift for the zero Nick Cave fans that are out there. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there. My they friend. are. No, th- I think they're in here. Oh, <laughs> no, that's All true. Of them. If we're in here, we're not out there, dude. It's physics. Whoa. Um, also on my, on my radar is the new uh, Ryan Adams 7 inch and his continuing series. That's also this week. This week, I, yeah. as I recall. I believe there's a Third Eye Blind reissue, the self titled. Oh, yeah, that's good. And Bush 16, Bush, 16 Stone. Stone. And Stone this reissue. week also marks the end of the Beatles reissues. Uh, at least for now. Finally. For now, wait, this round wait. of Beatles reissues. You went to Third Eye Blind. That was your. That was your. That go-to? was my go-to. Dude, that was my go-to. It's going to be a good oh, reissue. You guys are fucking insane. Melvin's Tell record me. still slated to come out this week. How's it going to be? Don't tease me, Ipecac, and don't tease me, Aaron. Next week, if step Melvin's back. isn't going to come out. I'm sorry, Dude, next week. If this is going to come out next week, I'm going to be upset. Step back uh, from well, that ledge, my friend. Can step we... back from that ledge, King Buzzo. Talking to you. I, I know you have so much control hand. over this whole process. Well, I would like to point out that the last time it was coming out, we said on our first podcast mm. that it was coming out, and yeah. it was two days beforehand, and we still thought it was coming out. And then, miraculously, poof, it was gone. Poof. So here we are now, uh, nine days from the supposed release of this album. Gone. <laughs> it's been pushed back it, it, mentally. Don't, don't, don't play with my emotions like this. I can't handle it. King Buzzo couldn't pull the the masters out of his hair. So wait, so what you're saying is next week is, in theory, the Melvins on vinyl, new album, and the Tomahawk box set. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm going to spend so much fucking money next week. I'm a hawker. Phantomas. Oh, Phantomas. Oh, fuck. Come on. You're such a bad Mike Patton fan. It's like you don't even try. Sorry, Mike. God. Where's your Mondo cane? Hovel out of here. You know, a funny story is I was listening to uh, the Peeping Tom record this mm-hmm. week. I don't know if you're familiar with that side project. But I was putting that on, and my roommate walks in. He goes, are you listening to Corn? Ooh. I learned, uh, I think just yesterday, that Corn was a game changer for Daryl. Well, I think we, we decided way? we want to do... We'll do a uh, game changer a, podcast. A, a podcast to kind of pull together how we got to our point, this point in our musical tastes. Like, what... What artists did you hear that changed the arc of your musical tastes? And that's I already a, have the picture good. for that one. It's going to be of JB working at a Sam Goody like 15 years ago. Really? This is going to be a long-ass podcast. Well, I, as I told Justin, I have three distinct changes in my life. I would, um, I would agree. Yeah, I got, I got, there are some I got specific a, artists that changed my tastes mm-hmm. along the way. I got at least three, if not more. Holy shit! Yeah, well, it, it I've have... had I've had waves. I think. Yeah. Well, seriously. yeah, but I mean, there's there's I think there's That's ones that question. might have slightly a slight curve in your taste, but there are some that just you were listening to nothing but Sinatra, and then all of a sudden, boom, the Ramones happened, and now you like. Dean Martin instead of Sinatra. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Beyond yeah. this. So that's, that's the not te- our next that's podcast. The teaser. Yeah, that's going to be like a month from now. Yeah, that's the correct. teaser. That's the uh, the Black Stormtrooper in the room. What is our next podcast going to be? We are taking on the monumental task Ooh. of albums of so the we're year. We're doing a list. a list. Actually, you raised a good point. So, so next podcast, albums of the year, we're each going to pick what we thought are our best new releases, our best sort of overall releases, which can include reissues, soundtracks, things like that. Oh, we're taking it there. Are we going to make... Oh, we're going there. Are we going to make a collective pick? No. I, I don't think th- we I can. Think that's I don't think we could agree on anything. Honestly, I, I compiled... I think that the consensus was that we were going to each talk about three, yeah. but I think that we should make a top ten list, each of us, and we can post the list to accompany the With podcast. The podcast. If and anything... I, uh, I would say that I managed to convert the two of you, JB and Nickelback Darren, to the Jack White record this year. True, but it will True. not make my top ten. It's I, not making I my have, top ten I have either. Nine I purchased out of my it, 10 but it's picked. not in the top ten. And I don't know well, if we we're going to have any We're raining this conversation I'm right just now. Saying, that might be no, the, we're not doing this. We're, not, we're saving it. That might Save be it. the only thing we're doing this that in two we can all agree I'm going to throw out – I want to throw out and suggest a topic for the lists. One from each of us. New discovery of 2014 Ooh. doesn't have to be a new release, but like a new band we discovered it during the year that we enjoyed. Well, actually, there's this local band like, called Dead Empires. I think I don't that know could overlap for me because I think yeah. one of the things on my list might be something I discovered this year. That's yeah. fine. Well, then you that's can talk about that. Look, look, that's look, a good. Segue. You were all jumping the shark. We're going to talk about this in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Tune back in. And I, I do think it is important to note that this is agonizing. Berto was making fun of someone. I will, you know what? I will actually go on record as taking that back. It is a rough thing to do trying to pick out a list of your favorite you know records or new releases from the year yeah and i think also in two weeks we'll name our dog of the year Mm -hmm. we'll give out the dog of the year Mm -hmm. award Mm -hmm. the record store dog of the year which uh is a two dog race i'm voting i'm voting marley from that movie i marley Marley and me marley died did that dog die i was gonna do can't be a posthumous reward and that's where you put in the footsteps (laughs) the door closing (laughs) so thanks for listening this has been another episode of the dark side podcast and we're not sure what we accomplished this was a long (laughs) long evening of bullshit for the third time we accomplished nothing to be fair i would say i feel like we say that every podcast and then each podcast there's something a little something yeah it's got a little bit of its own merit in there we can polish a turd each time Mm -hmm. amen executive producer aaron has has a a wrap-up question wrap-up question for us who the fuck do you think you are
I'm just going to repeat what she said. She said the listeners want to know the one record. Oh, so a record that okay. we each personally... Like a, like a holy we, grail on our lists or something like that? If we could get it for the holidays, what would we each want? Hmm. I've got two. Well, you only get to pick one. Well, I'm going to say two because you obviously don't have it picked out. I'm ready. Uh, we were promised jetpacks, these four walls, and Swallow the Sun, The Morning Never Came. Okay. Interesting. Berto, I feel like you must be readily at band here. Um, what horror soundtrack could we grace you with? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to go different direction. I will say a, a first pressing of Siamese Dream on the Sub Pop label. Hmm. Okay. By the Smashing Pumpkins, for those of you who don't know. I would say the Melvins Houdini, their first uh, major label album. Oh. JJ? JJ, yeah. You want to come up. to me? You want to come to me? I see what the plot of this whole thing was. This, this is all about you. Yeah, it's probably. About you time right now. Um, the Beatles, uh, Abbey Road, <laughs> first press. You know what's uh, you know what's pretty high on my list is uh, Beck Midnight Vultures. Good choice. I would love to have that on vinyl. That's, is that a hard one to get? Yeah, it's a pretty hard one to get. Uh, actually, most Beck is pretty hard to get. Mm-hmm. So I've not, is there an Odelay vinyl? There is. I own one. I Do own you? an original. Is that a super? We expensive? have that in stock. For it is pretty expensive. That's probably the only Beck album well, I would really want on There vinyl. was a Beck Odelay, like, 4LP edition with all these outtakes and stuff, but I have an original bong load um, LP of it. That's the label. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, I could go on and on. There's so many records I want. So basically, are, is this for the listeners who might want to buy us gifts? If, you want, <laughs> if, if somebody like, wants yes. to buy us a gift. If, if you'd like you to shower us with gifts now because know we what we so want for Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting that, a Kickstarter. Buy us records. For records. You give us your money all the time. Please give us more things. No, I'm encouraging people to buy us gifts. If you guys want to buy us gifts, buy us gifts. I'm encouraging people to bring us cookies. Cookies. Or other baked treats for the holidays. Baked goods. Uh, I'd also like to say that we have a candy cane jar on the counter for anybody who is. Uh, we also have a sugar skull. Display marshmallow sugar skulls that are delicious. And uh, don't we have a sugar skull air freshener? We do. We just got that. We just sold one. Too. Now we're just yeah, we whores. sold one yesterday too. Um, yeah. Now we're just naming. Now things. we're just naming. I love shit lamp. that people <laughs> are probably don't really want that much. Uh, but I think Aaron would really like the disclaimer put in here that you are not required to buy us gifts or bake us cookies. But though it could they be would be encouraged. I mean, who doesn't? Not like this. everyone knows that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Are we done? Put weed in everything. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. All right. So that's our list for our holiday gift guide. <laughs> you almost forgot what we were talking about. If you that's weed our through all the bullshit, what? you will find our list for the gift guide. We got we got some things. We got a lot more than just music, and we just sort of wanted to highlight Maybe that. Maybe we should say, recap real quick. We'll already bomb. know. We've already sold Beard them bomb. on this shit. It's, and, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with Thanks our compiled list and don't of forget, 2014. Don't forget to listen to give us the time. When the Winnie happens. That's right. They, if you can name the time of the Winnie. What, like minutes and seconds? No, yeah. just, or, no just say or when it happened. At what point, what were we talking about when it happened? Oh, I was yeah. thinking minutes and seconds. You can do that it too. It could be either. If you're that fucking meticulous, go for it. If Either. That that will be the uh, the discount code for this podcast. Yeah. And, 10% uh, off an item from your purchase. 
And we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to have another uh, podcast. That's going to be our best of 2014 podcast where we're going to list our best releases and various things for 2014. And I think we should encourage everyone else to compile their own list because I think yes. we oh, should list. Maybe, maybe if we even pre-send them. We can read we some can on talk there. About it. Yeah. We're going to post ours on Facebook. We're going to put top ten lists up on Facebook. We're going to go over like our top three and talk about them. But if you want to send us yours or comment on ours with your list... We can look at your lists and tear them to shreds. Yeah, or you can tear ours to shreds. Please uh, do. That works, too. Something's happening on the computer. Oh, it's, it's just okay. a screensaver. Okay. <laughs> oh, it crashed an hour ago. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, bye. On behalf of Darkside Records and Gallery, once again, thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. And until then, me! <laughs> that doesn't count as the winning. Darkside polishing records. a turd. Polishing oh, turds. come on. What do you got for that? Do you, do you, it's polishing a turd. Uh, do you remember the, the movie Spawn, the mm-hmm. movie? Saw uh, in the theater. Uh. Okay. The soundtrack to that movie mm-hmm. uh, was probably still my favorite soundtrack of all time. What? They took uh, an electronic artist and a rock and metal artist and combined them, and they did these like weird remixes, and they were really cool ones, but uh, Marilyn Manson was on that soundtrack with the Sneaker Pimps mm-hmm. for the electronic mm-hmm. group, but they remixed oh, I do remember his that, song. Yeah. And I don't remember what his song was. Now, it just escapes me. Uh, but they afterwards, they it turned into kind of a feud between the two of them. And the sneaker pimps were on record as saying that remixing a Marilyn Manson track was like polishing a turd. <laughs> Which, if you've ever watched Mythbusters, they proved you can do. Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't see that episode. Cool. It was a good one. Good sidebar. Can be done.